Hello and welcome to The Coaching Corner, a podcast by RefCoach. We are Jack and Ale, and on this podcast, we provide short, educational conversations about refereeing to help officials improve and enjoy the game they love. Today's episode is managing disciplinary sanctions. So we're going to talk about when to give a yellow card, what can we manage, what do we have to give, all of those sorts of topics. This is a very important topic, Jack, and it's something that a referee needs to really understand and because it's such an important tool to have in your toolkit, in your referee toolkit when you go out and especially when you get to, to senior football and, and higher levels, that could really make the difference. That could be really the, the, the make or break of a referee during a game. Yeah, it's one of those things that I think separates good referees from great referees. Absolutely. The first thing to say is when we talk about managing disciplinary sanctions, it's important to know that there are some things that cannot be managed. And we've been calling them the unmanageables, the non-negotiables. They are the, the clear reckless tackles or almost the orange the orange tackles. When there's an orange tackle, you cannot not give a card. You have to. When you have stopping promising attacks, dog saws. When if a player is denied an obvious goal scoring opportunity, has to be punished. Yeah. Handballs, you cannot manage handballs. A handball, it's a handball. Uh, same with violent contact. It, or someone spitting on someone. I mean, that's an unnegotiable. Not giving those cards, not sanctioning that behavior, it's going to negatively impact your control of the match. So those are non-negotiables. What are other things that we can manage, Jack? And when can we manage them? There's a lot of factors to, to unpick in that, Ali, but things that we can manage is, is to think about a big one we can manage is uh, time-wasting, so delaying the restart. We can, we can have a really positive effect on that. Another one is dissent. Obviously, you know, we can, have, we can manage that if the dissent allows us to, and if the players respond to it. So there's lots and lots of situations, and there's many factors that come into play when we're talking about, can we manage this, or, or do we need to take action? One of the biggest factors is timing. So when in the game does this incident occur? Does it occur in the first minute? Does it occur in the 40th minute, the 60th minute, or the 90 plus 3 minute? It really, really can impact how we deal with the situation. So, for example, if... The game is 3-0, it's the 93rd minute, and the goalkeeper who is on the yellow card is taking a long time on, on the last goal kick of the game. Potentially, if the game would be closer, you might consider giving a second or giving a yellow card, sorry, for delaying the restart. In that situation, are we gonna give it? Probably not. It's something that we can manage, just give a real loud blast on the whistle, let's go, keeper manage it be seen to do something so that we can avoid giving an unnecessary and unmandated red card i think that's something very important what you just said if you decide not to give a sanction not to give a yellow card it's important to sell what you're doing it's important to really make sure that everyone knows that yes you haven't given the sanction but you are you're taking action on a goalkeeper that is wasting time in the 93rd minute last goal kick of the game it's important to show and sell that I'm not giving a card now, but I'm doing something about it. Same with potentially a high reckless, low, sorry, a high careless, low reckless tackle in the first minute. You may not give the yellow card, but show everyone that you're giving a stern warning, you're talking to a player, yeah. you're doing the classic public word. Because if you just do nothing, that's not really going to enhance your management because you're just going to look clueless. 
So it's important that if you decide not to give that sanction, you really sell your decision by making a bit of a bit of a show of it and making sure that everyone, especially the team that is getting offended, so whoever gets fouled or it's losing some time because the other team is wasting time, that team needs to know, those players need to know that you still have done something and you're looking after them. And that's where our behaviour and management as referees can have really, really positive influences in the game. Something else which we can have a really, really positive influence on is when to give that first yellow card. I think we've all seen it, Ale, is you're watching games and maybe in the first half after 20 minutes there's been a few borderline tackles and you can just feel the temperature going up. The ref gives a yellow card for, say, a reckless tackle and it's almost like a, a balloon's been popped. All the pressure in the game disappears and you go, that was a really well-timed yellow card. It was exactly what the game needed. It was getting to a point. Now the ref's pulled it back and things calm down and we move on. So the timing of our sanctions and whether we give them or we don't can have a really, really positive impact on the game and allow referees to really facilitate really, really good football rather than after six minutes having three yellow cards for all quite menial topics. Quite often when you're watching a game and you really start feeling that, oh, this game needs a card now. The ref needs to give a yellow now, otherwise things are going to get out of control. You really have the feeling, you really have that this, that smell in the air where you say, oh, something needs to happen now or this is going to escalate. And that card just diffuses the situation and, and everyone is happy. Another thing to consider when deciding whether to manage a sanction or not, it's the temperature of the game. So we've spoken, we, we, we talked about temperature in one of the previous podcasts. Obviously, if a game, it's relatively easy, players are calm, and there's no cards and you're, on a, you're in the 70th minute and then there is a, a relatively bad challenge, a reckless tackle. If it's one of the manageables, obviously that game, you, in that game, you may be able to get away with not giving that card because if players are calm and relaxed, then you're going to accept your management. Now, on the other hand, if that game is going pear-shaped and there's tackles flying left, right and centre, then management may not be needed. So that yellow card may have to come out there and then. Yeah, you might not have a choice. Yeah. So temperature of the game and tempo of the game really affect your decision-making on disciplinary sanctions as well. And that ties in also into the timing of the match, as Jack mentioned before. Because in the first minute, you're not going to know whether the temperature of the game is going to be high or low. But in the 50th minute, you definitely will. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the first half under your belt. You've seen how the players have started the second half. You can feel how they're responding to your management or if they're not responding to your management and can deal with it accordingly. Yeah, that's a really good point as well. If players are responding to your management, there's going to be players sometimes during a game that are really reactive, they listen to you, they welcome your your management. So they may be players that you can manage if they go around the reckless tackles or they may be worthy of a yellow card. But if they've been responding well to your management, those are the players that you may be able to get away with by non-cautioning. If it's not a yellow, that if, is... If it's not know, a clear, if it's not yeah, a... It's not it's a, a non-negotiable. Yeah. But there are some other players that, from the start, they just don't want to don't want to cooperate. You could be trying your best. You could be trying to pro- be proactive with them, trying to have quiet words on the run, trying to get the captain to deal with them. But they may leave you with no choice whatsoever. Yeah. And if you've tried everything you can... Not that we have to help players not get yellow cards or red cards, but if you've tried your best to manage a player and he's not responding, then that's their decision. The decision's been taken out of your hands. And if there's 
uh, a sanction that needs to be given, you give it. That could involve both persistent offences, because if a player does five, six files in a row, and you keep telling them, be careful, be careful, and trying to manage them, and they don't listen, well, that's an easier card to give. Same as with a reckless tackle. If they, they do a few hard tackles, but they're not quite reckless, and you warn them once and twice, when they finally do that reckless tackle, it may be the first yellow of the game, in an easy game with low tempo, but if that yellow has to come out because they've not been responsive to your management, that has to happen. Another scenario around game management and managing disciplinary sanctions is a game where perhaps you've given four yellow cards to one team and none to the other team. Now, these four yellow cards may be fully justified. They may be four clear reckless tackles. But that team is probably feeling a little bit hard done by. And then say the other team who have had no cautions, a player commits a a high careless, what we call, you know, it's on that border of reckless or, or careless. We're going, well, should we give a yellow card or shouldn't we give? In this situation, perhaps it is more beneficial to say, yep, we're going to give a yellow card for the reckless tackle because it gives that perception of equality. So the team who have had four yellow cards against them, they're feeling hard done by. They see you give a yellow card to the other team and they feel like parity is being restored. And it can really, really allow us to to manage the game effectively. As we can say to the team who've had four yellows, yes, we are giving the yellows to the other team when required. You're not being hard done by our promise. See, both teams are being treated fairly. Lastly, there are going to be games that are different from others. For example, if you're refereeing an under nine game, you probably don't need to give as many yellow cards because when you're talking about kids just having fun on a pitch, if a nine-year-old is not taking throw-ins really well, it's not necessarily delaying their start of play on purpose. They may just not know what they're doing, yeah. and that's only fair. And that's where you need to understand and have game empathy. Focus on education. Exactly. On the other end, when you're doing senior games, if there is deliberate delaying of their start of play, obviously that it's got to be managed in a different way. But even in junior football, when you are refereeing under-14s, under-15s, you are an educator as well. So it's very important to really make clear what is a reckless tackle versus what is not because players are in their phase of learning. If they understand very early in their careers what is a reckless tackle and what it's what is serious foul play, they are more likely to understand that better later on. So we do have some responsibility in how they grow and learn what is acceptable and what is not. And the same, it's good for friendlies. If you're referring a friendly, you have obviously to protect the safety of players by applying the laws correctly. But at the same time, if there are tackles that you can manage and friendlies are usually more low tempo because players just want to practice. They don't really want to kick the hell out of each other. So it's not always at least. So at least in theory, that should be easier to manage and avoid some sanctions because in a friendly match, players just want to play. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> so in today's podcast about managing disciplinary sanctions, we've covered a few different topics. The first one was about some sanctions we can't manage. We just have to give them, whether it be that clear reckless tackle, a technical situation like a spiral dog so, and how that if we don't give them, it'll negatively impact our match control and potentially our reputation as referees. We also talked about timing, when to give a yellow card, how can it help us by giving a yellow card at the right time, and how would we manage situations differently in the first minute to the 50th minute to the 91st minute. We then chatted about the perception of yellow cards, How does a team feel if they've had four yellow cards against them and the other team has had none? And how can we help use this to our advantage to help us with match control? 
Finally, Ale touched on the different types of games we'll referee, from junior matches to senior matches to friendly matches, and how our management of disciplinary sanctions may change a little bit between them. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. For more referee education, join our Facebook group and become a RefCoach member for free at refcoach.org. If you like the work we do, you can support us by purchasing a RefCoach whistle to show that you are part of the RefCoach community when you're out on the pitch.